Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ramble, Rinse, Repeat. I'm Richie. I'm Ashley, and today we have a very special guest. Yes, we do. Our very first guest. He's a a comedian, writer, composer. He's Matt Bouchel. Thank you so much for joining us, Matt. Hello. Thank you for having me. How are you guys? We're great. Doing great, man. Thank you for joining us for the show. You're our very first guest. Yes. It's an honor. Uh, I feel very excited to be the inaugural <laughs> guest. The, the feeling's mutual, man. We're both big fans. Yes. And yeah. I wanted to just preface this by saying to our listeners that you've probably seen Matt's work on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you might have also heard some of his audio being used on TikTok. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> some of mine and Richie's personal favorite uh, pieces of Matt's are the first song in every musical, um, every hangout in 2020, <laughs> the two types of Billy Joel songs, and of course the infamous conference room sketch, which we will get to. Later. That was, I think, the first one you showed me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, all the way from Harlem, New York. Please welcome Matt Bouchel. Yeah. Um, thank you for being here, Matt. And we talked briefly before we started recording, and you said mm-hmm. that you grew up in, or you're, you're raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I want to know, true. growing up in Pittsburgh, what kind of stuff like did you like to watch on TV growing up? Like, what were some of your favorite things to watch? Huh, that's a good question. Um, I uh, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. I watched my memories of watching TV. I played a lot of video games growing up, yeah. but when I was watching TV, I feel like. I was watching all the stuff like I didn't watch the shows like Boy Meets World and all the like Saved by the Bell. I was a little too young to get all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I watched a lot of the stuff on Nickelodeon that was like uh, like Global Guts, uh, <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Uh, Nick Arcade was massive for me. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Oh, my I watched God. All this, it was like not like scripted, just weird game shows. And yeah. a lot of cartoons, actually. I watched like Rugrats, Doug. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of other examples but that was like the kind of stuff i I consumed yeah nice kind of me too i i my favorite cartoon on nickelodeon for sure is rocco's modern life that was definitely like my favorite but i love doug even though richie and i have like had funny banter about doug because i'm i kind of think doug's a little bitch you know like (laughs) (laughs) it's a hot take really He's what, 11? Real smooth. Yeah. I mean, like, he's such a simp for Patty Mayonnaise who barely gives sure. him the time yeah. of day, which I guess is not that unrealistic compared <laughs> Doug, to. Doug, Doug Funny, the first simp. Yeah. <laughs> he got friend zoned early on. And, like, he's too wholesome. I kind of have the same um, beef with Hey Arnold. It's like, no uh, okay. 12 year old boy <laughs> is that virtuous. Like, I'm sorry. He's just not. Like, Hey Arnold was good, though. I liked, uh, didn't you want to live in his bedroom? Absolutely. When you like, yeah. there was something about that that was like, oh, this kid's got it all. Like, yeah. Well, he lived in, like, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't perfect, but, like, I did want that bedroom. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the boarding house situation was unideal for me because I just <laughs> like my alone time. But, yeah, definitely. Sure all the gadgets and, and it's like the perfect fake city it's it's a perfect mixture i think between like new york and san francisco Just yeah like, when we went to upstate new york i forget which town specifically maybe yeah. it was albany uh, no no i don't remember there was a uh, wherever upstate new york when we visited they had a, a really cute but like kind of expansive downtown area and i was like wow i'm getting the most hey arnold vibes i've ever gotten in my life yeah and we- i was like this is hmm. like, I'm not in Manhattan, which is weird. We but. went for a wedding, um, yeah. but we flew uh, into Albany Airport, but um, which was a weird experience <laughs> in and of itself. We went home by taking Amtrak back to Manhattan. And then we took 
we went to JFK like after that, which was a much better experience. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've never been to Albany. I, I can't speak for it. Maybe you were, I was going to say maybe you were in Woodstock, but then you said it gave you Hey Arnold vibes. And Woodstock <laughs> is more like hippie town vibes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think you were in Woodstock, but it's a good wedding location. So I don't know. It was, be- it was beautiful. It yeah. was in that one week of October where it was like a Bob Ross painting. Uh, like it was yes, just so perfect. Yeah. Ideal New York. Yeah. It was exactly. It Everyone was, was like, you came beautiful. at the right time because it actually, you know, we don't get seasons around here very much in California so we saw it looked yeah like the windows wallpaper or something it was beautiful (laughs) well it's it's good you mentioned video games because um (laughs) Richie and I Richie works for a small group under CBS called GameSpot and so he does a lot of video game videos and stuff and he told me hey did you know Ocarina of Time turned 22 years old today and I was like I think Matt Bouchelle likes Ocarina of Time (laughs) I like Ocarina. What, what did you base that off of? Did oh, I, give off of- I think it was mentally I'm here and it was the water temple. I was like, oh. The you, also did a, <laughs> you also did a cool mashup of like Ocarina of Time music with. I can't believe you know I did that. <laughs> we weren't, <laughs> we weren't kidding, dude. We're fans. Well, well, there are things I post and like like one person comments like, huh. And that's like, <laughs> no one ever seen it. I'm like, yeah, no one talked with that. Um, but no, that was something I thought. I remember making that. So I guess I should explain. Dude, it, it slaps. It's good. It was, like a, it was Frank Ocean. Yeah, uh, Frank Ocean in, in the Ocarina of Time. Like I'm um, trying to remember what song it was, but there's like a moment. It's the fairy in the song music, where, I think. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of the Frank Ocean song. Oh, oh, oh. I can't remember, but I remember making it and thinking like, I had a moment where I was like, this is gonna fucking people are gonna listen to this and lose their mind. And I remember <laughs> posting. I remember posting it, and it's like the opening credits of Ocarina of Time, and then it flips into this Frank Ocean song, and it's it is cool. I'm yeah. proud of it, but I remember thinking it was gonna be like, whoa, who is this guy making this cool stuff? And that's really that that's... largely went by undetected. So the fact that you brought that up really makes me uh, smile. Oh my god, yeah, dude, it slaps. I I'm not kidding. I really like it, and that's just because I have an older brother. So and and not to uh, gender video games but that was my introduction to video games and i um love ocarina no, of time it, yeah. it was huge for me too you're 100 right i mean i remember playing it i don't know how old i was when it came out but i was young enough that like parts of it really scared me still when oh, i played it yeah. yeah so i remember like it was really like intense and all my memories of playing it for that first time were very like like it just felt very real yeah and, uh, yeah n64 i had a super nintendo but n64 was when i really got into like um like gaming and whatnot ocarina of time mario 64 was big for me yeah same um those are like the big ones that i played over and over and over just like listen to the music and just like yeah yeah same here with us and and add mario 64 and like that's That's our he said mario 64 uh, he said mario kart i thought oh no he said mario Mario 64 64. oh all of those yeah we we replay a lot of those every year now they came out it's on the switch now so we're pretty excited to play it in uh in hd yeah, you can play. Oh, that. yeah, I've got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I already beat Mario Sunshine. Like, oh, I, I yeah. knocked out that one first. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> now yeah. I'm working through Galaxy. Yeah, dude. Oh. I'm, it's, it's like a huge thing for me. Those Mario games, and like, I think, and not to like segue into something else, but I do feel like a lot of the music growing up without me realizing it got me into like writing music and just like scores yeah. and things like that. Because like, even Mario 64, like, every level had its own theme and like, walking around the castle with like the bump 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 yeah. like, yeah. that was just like as a kid i was like oh this is like heaven like i yeah. just want to be in here like yeah. right in the middle too there's like a big skylight and the sun yes. it's it does kind of resemble some sort of fancy church but the music yeah. is so like influential and timeless 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and that's the cruelest trick of the water temple is that the music is awesome <laughs> and the water temple is the yeah. worst fucking thing. And yeah, I and I, I can never get over it. I've played that. I've we've played Ocarina of Time. I've played. I played it before. I met. This is like a point of pride for me. Richie never played it until he met me, which is like for oh, a wow. gamer, like what the fuck. But yeah. um, I'm like, this game is it. This is the video game. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but did, any- you, did you ever? Well, sorry, keep going. No, no, no. I want to hear what you had to say. Did you ever play Majora's Mask? Was that important to you? Um, sadly, no. So See, me go. neither. Me neither. Oh, uh, I got that read. I got that read on you. <laughs> I, like, I, I was like, I think she's like me, and I, it, the game stressed me out. Did you play it at all? Because you had like a a time limit. Yeah, and like I didn't like playing that when I was younger because it freaked me out that like I wasn't going to finish the thing in time, and I didn't yeah. know how it worked and. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. It gave me too much anxiety. I, I gave it a solid shot when it came to the 3DS with no guide or anything. I was like, all right, let me go in raw. Like, I'm, you know, like it just came yeah. out. Yeah. And I tried and I got kind of far. And then I was like, okay, I'm not loving it. Let me follow a guide. And I was like, I'm not doing this right. I, there was a lot to love about that game, like the music. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it kind of, it looked like a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time, but the gameplay shifted so much that it, it's stressful yeah. for a lot of people, like you said. I don't want to work on a clock. I want to look around. Yeah. That's how I play. I want to wander around. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm guessing you guys played Breath of the Wild, too, then. <laughs> Richie did. Definitely. I, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of still stuck in, like, this... Um, I think it's kind of a stereotypical thing for girls, but it's like we only enjoy the older games from our childhood, and we have no patience to try new things. Interesting. There's, Interesting. like... There's some exceptions to that, like... Richie downloaded when we were like randomly staying in an Airbnb a while ago, Richie downloaded fall guys. And I was like, this is stupid. And then I was like, let me try. And then I got like kind of addicted to it, but angry addicted to it. Yeah. It's addicting. I went over to a friend's place and we played it one night and we were just drinking and whatnot. And it was like, it got to the point where like we played for like a half hour and it went from being like funny to like, all right, we need to win. Like that's what happens. yeah, you get so serious, and it's like it stops being funny when you die. And it's yeah. like, like again, 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 like, boot it up. We gotta win. Dude, like, that I, was us. We were getting drunker and madder. Like, yeah. run it again, run it again. <laughs> oh, that guy pulled God. me. Fuck yeah. you. Oh yeah, the mean people at Fall Guys fucking because they're you know they're like yeah. twelve year olds and they're totally just fucking clocking you every time. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing. Like I'm thirty years old and like I yeah. play Rocket League and I'm playing with people that I can tell are teenagers. Like uh-huh. just the way they like shit talk you and i'm like man why am i getting worked up i could be i could be in bed reading a book that i'm genuinely interested in or i could be playing this fucking game with like with like teens that have like maga in their clan tag and stuff i'm like i'm like out here getting beat by these guys i'm like this isn't fair yeah i know dude i coming from a call of duty uh uh, from Uh, a call of duty player yeah, mm-hmm. I totally understand. Yeah, I don't really like what that game does to you. I want to say it out loud. Because, <laughs> Come on, no. Because- I think that's fair. I think my girlfriend would say the same thing about when I play Rocket League and, and I'm losing. It's like nothing's funny. It's like yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get real. Like. Because like because Richie is like the sweetest, kindest, gentlest, one most wonderful man. But then I he sits in this corner with his headphones on, and I'm doing whatever, and all of a sudden I'll hear him be like man, you're a bitch. Or like, fuck you. And I'm like, who are you talking to like that? Are you talking to a kid like that? Are you talking to a... Potentially. Fo-? And he's Potentially, like, yes. maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? I'm not... To be clear to you, Matt, and our audience, I'm not sitting here doing that all day. In fact, I have a little microphone that pops down. Yeah, if I get killed in a really shitty way or someone keeps, you know, camping, I'm like, you suck. Or I'm like, 
You're get out bitch, of there, you bitch. You. Or, wow, what a loser. <laughs> and that happens like in, in a two hour or gaming session, maybe like once. Uh, That's still everyone loses their cool. I get it. <laughs> we're, we're, living at, we're living in a tough year, so it's easy to get frustrated. It's irritable, you know? It's yeah. Irritable. <laughs> taking it out on some 11 year old who like yeah. is still camping over that's there that's why I t- that's when like richie you're almost a 33 year old man you can't be yelling at 12 year olds like get it together but the, the game is rated in for mature like get off if you're not old enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing like their parent needs to be in the room if they're gonna play that game <laughs> well <laughs> they deserve to hear it. they do well not all of our f- friends listen to video games so i'm gonna move on here although this is funny i do want to talk more about Ocarina, we got but, some yeah we got um, enough to cover i just again this is like uh something that you touched on earlier with your frank ocean ocarina video but i was going through your like all your twitter videos the other day and you posted a blooper and i don't know if it was like your girlfriend filming or whatever but you were playing the piano and then you stopped and then you looked up at the person filming and you were like is this even funny like yeah. and the person behind yeah. the camera was like yeah go go and then you were like no really like is this funny? That hits. And like, I just wanted to ask you because like, for me, for me, everything you post is hilarious. And so, and, but you know, we're both creative people. And I just want to ask like, how often does that come up with for you? And like, how, how much does doubt in general play like in your creative process? Well, one, um, I didn't really know what you're talking about at first because I feel like that happens every time I make a video. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wonder what she's getting at here. But, uh, it's yeah they're not i guess the thing is like there's a lot of doubt especially i think this year because i don't know what your guys situation is but i'm not seeing like a ton of people i'm not going into an office i'm not like interacting with people so a lot of these i mean i'm going to the park with friends i'm doing things but like compared to you know what i was doing last year it's like you're kind of in your own little vacuum and so it's very easy to think like you know, you get like slap happy this year and you just yeah. like start to like joke around with your roommate or your partner, whoever you live with. And it's like, it might be very funny when you're sitting at the piano and doing something. And then you have that real quick moment where you're like life flashed before your eyes. And you're like, this is bull- like, this is bullshit. What I'm doing right now, this, is, this cannot be funny <laughs> oh to God. anyone but the two of us in this room. It's Absolutely. Like, it's, yeah. it's very difficult sometimes to be like, to have the confidence to I mean, I'm not gonna act like it's some form of bravery. It's not brave to tweet, but it's like but it <laughs> there is brave. are those moments. I'm not. I just feel like there's those moments where you're like, you either know sometimes with something. Like, I guess I, I know you want to talk about this, but like, there's only like a couple videos I've ever made where I'm like, okay, this is, people will like this. Yeah. And that was uh, the Frank Ocean. No, <laughs> 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 um, it was uh, the office conference room thing. Yeah, that was like the only thing I've ever done where I was like, okay, I think enough people know about this, and I think no one's done this. That's it's like the sweet spot of like uh, everyone has to know what it is. Yeah, but no one has to have done it yet. And right. If everyone knows what it is, chances are someone's already done it. Mm. Um, it was so, so just, good. It like it's it's like oh my god, a little okay. it's like cringy funny relatable we all have been there when something is so this is a this is a compliment coming like, i already know what you're gonna say well i think of this as a compliment so please i hope you feel you feel it but Probably, when yeah. something is so funny and accurate it's like not funny because you like feel it so yeah. hard like yeah there's a girl, I showed Richie this video last night and he was like, but he's not, I'm like, oh, I forgot you weren't like a pubescent girl. So not relatable, but I, <laughs> but there was a TikTok <laughs> that this girl uploaded of like when the popular girl ends up being your partner, like in science class. And she's like, oh, hi, what's your name? Like, and she's just like, can we yeah, change yeah, yeah. partners? And oh, she's, and she's no. She's like reaching yeah, yeah. for her best friend, like, 
and she's being like so cringy and i was like i felt this in my spirit like yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, ha ha, oh my God, it's so funny. I'm like, it's not funny because this hurts, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. hurts me. Like, it's so good. Like you acted that so well that it was funny Aww. and so good, but this almost like... painful, like painful. Yeah. <laughs> the hydro flask. Little, uh, yeah, the hydro flask. <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, these things come from a real place. I was, uh, I was like temping a lot that year. Uh, I yeah. was doing it like I was in a different office, like every month in every office, no matter what had those environments where it's like you know those awkward people having meetings and like everyone's carrying around their laptops it's all just it's all very weird and stupid and it, and i think that's what <laughs> it is. Like. But, but yeah it's like i i do talk to like my friends sometimes i'm like i don't even know if i'm like funny sometimes i i don't feel funny i just feel because like the people that like quote tweet my videos are saying things like this made me want to kill myself and, I'm like, oh my. <laughs> and they're like joking but it's like oh man i don't know what i'm making no anymore. that's high praise i yeah. I yeah that means you're doing a really good job yeah, and like no. that's funny because I, I well that's amusing to me because i say the same thing too like about myself whenever someone gives me a compliment and says oh you're so funny i'm like really am I really that funny like I or am I just telling you the truth in like a clever way you know because there's not really that much difference and I think that's circling back to that it's like that thing of like is this anything it's like because sometimes it's so just I'm I'm mirroring what you've seen already so I'm like is this even am I even writing a joke here like yeah yeah it's just like weird what am I doing there is a level of bravery in posting this stuff because I know we know that feeling I can't accept that I mean because because everyone would do it, Matt, if like, if they uh, could, I mean, the, to, to create something, to write something, to put the time and then to post it, that's brave because if, because I mean, you can always delete it. You can, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but in terms of like, I, that's where I always is like the difference between someone who like has more success than you, even though you can do the same thing that they're doing. It's like the difference is they're doing it and you're not doing it. It's like sure. I think that's fair to say. You have to do it in order to it's grow. Like people that like go to the museum and are like, they look at the painting of like one dot and they're like, anyone yeah. could have made this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you didn't make. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so. you know, that's a good point because people who don't appreciate abstract art are like, they should just be forced to go live on their own colony and weave their own shoes. You know, like come goodness. On. Yeah, I, I mean, your words. Not, I, I don't fully agree with that, but I, but I do. I do think, yeah. Some people like that kind of stuff is so tired to me. It's like if you you don't have to go into a museum and have an epiphany at every yeah. piece you look at. It's mm-hmm. like it's like you just went there and you saw things, and maybe it worked, and maybe it didn't. Yeah, yeah we tried that. We went to uh, uh, the Palace of Fine Arts, and like you know, there were some beautiful paintings. There's more of like a feeling Legion like, of wow. Honor. Palace Le- of Fine Arts is that big arch thing. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how little <laughs> I remember. Lie. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Legion of Honor is like this museum in like the mm-hmm. south of San Francisco, that south, in South San Francisco almost, that's like, it feels like you're in Europe because everything is just so lush and green and they have like oh, wow. the thinker statue is in the courtyard and it's all, oh. it's all like, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? renaissance art oh, <laughs> oh okay, cool. thank you yes well, can you tell uh so you went there you went there recently um we went last, there it's last about a year now whatever, yeah whatever you were yeah. but yeah. but like you know you feel something i feel something because of how like old these are like th- there's a weird like historical like it feels almost nostalgic but like weird feeling over your body but as far as like art appreciation yeah. half of it i was like yeah. like cool that's nice but like 
I'm not yeah. getting like anything. Like Ferris Bueller in the museum. <laughs> right, yeah. It's yeah. kind of yeah. like staring. I'm trying to like, yeah. like. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's like exactly what you said. No one needs to go and just like be reborn. But the difference yeah. between the abstract artist and me is the abstract artist fucking did it. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did and it. I'm here just looking, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I went to the Met last week. Have you ever been to the Met? I have. I yeah, yeah. Uh, Richie, you have. No. I went with my mom last time. We went to New York last year for, or maybe it was two years ago. Thank you. Um, for my 30th birthday, my mom took me to New York, um, mm-hmm. and we went to the Met, and it was cool because it was still. Um, from like you know met the met gala it was all still all the clothes oh, and stuff were cool. there from the, it was like that religious like theme oh um, the like it was like a catholic theme or something I yeah think. yeah it was something so like awesome. that i remember that yeah yeah uh, that's yeah i went there like uh not too long ago and it is like it's overwhelming how much stuff there is and yeah. i agree with you richie about the like age thing like because you're looking at like you're looking at like masterpieces and then you're you get to like these areas of the museum where you're looking at like old Greek sculptures and like pots and like plates they use and yeah. they're dated like 1200 BC. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, am I allowed to be in this room? <laughs> yeah, it's just there. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Where's the like, armed guard? Yeah. yeah, I can't process it. Oh, I'm like, the this meds is, are everywhere. Yeah. yeah, over a thousand years before anything in the Jesus story happened, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People were eating off plates that looked like this back then. Like, yeah, this is one of them, like, what yeah, that's that's yeah. the that's the overwhelming feeling i get and like that's about where most instances where it just stops i also yeah. <laughs> I, i'm also because i'm kind of like a a woo-woo spiritual person i also think mm-hmm. that past life memories could uh be invoking themselves oh. inside of you like richie and his mom both have this thing for ancient egypt and i'm like that's because you guys lived through it. That's why you pull, that's why you got, that's why it pulls on you. I like to believe that kind of stuff. I think that's kind of fun to think about. Yeah. The whole ancient Egypt wing in the Met. You should go check it out and see if you feel drawn towards the sarcophagi. <laughs> I've seen a few in my life. They came to San Jose and then we saw one at that other museum. And I definitely did feel something like what I described, but like even at like probably at, at its highest when I was looking at that thing, yeah. it's like, this is, this is insane. It's even, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's the, it's the old thing for me every time. It's literally just like, when I go to a museum, I'm like, show me the oldest fucking thing. You have. <laughs> I'm just going to look at it and think about what life was like back then. Yeah. And I'm, I'm good. I'm filled up for the day. Like I got my culture. I feel very good about it. That's yeah. a perfect way to put it. It just, yeah. yeah. Are you kind of like a sucker for nostalgia? Or are you kind of a nostalgic person? Uh, I mean, I can be, I mean, literally I, we spent the first 10 minutes of me telling you how much I love Mars. <laughs> just replayed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, True. I, I get nostalgic about certain things. Music. I don't, I yeah. don't like, like, I still love all the bands I loved growing up, but like, I'm not the kind of person who like, uh, is like, we need to bring back, like, I don't know, like Nickelback type bands. So, like, like, I don't like miss certain eras of music. Right. But, and, and same with like movies, like I'd much rather see the newest stuff coming out and I'm, I'm more excited by that. But when it comes to video games, there's always like a weird sweet spot for like, Oh, that's interesting. Nostalgia. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm kind of like you too, but in, and I kind of like force us to watch new stuff. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. Richie could just keep watching the same shit over and over and over again. And like I'm, TV shows and movies or yeah, everything. Yeah. Gotcha. He, gotcha. he he used to run this channel for CBS that was really successful. It had like over 2 million subscribers and followers called Who Remembers and it was just all nostalgic stuff. On Facebook. Yeah, for but um <laughs> 
people people on Facebook love nostalgia. There's like a Venn diagram yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that is Facebook is yeah yeah it's like nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I also wanted to um, bring up because you did mention mm-hmm. the conference room video earlier, and I. As Matt Bouchel, number one fan, I did notice that a, a creator with some with a huge following basically ripped this whole idea off. Oh yeah, of you, yeah, and basically remade the video like frame by frame, but and rewrote each line, but made it less funny than yours. Um, and yeah. that's so shitty. And that's something that I wanted to talk about just because of. Um, this is something that Richie has run into a lot in his work where he, where he has like the fear of this happening to him. He's like the fear of this mm-hmm. happening to me basically outweighs my urge to want to create stuff because people ripping mm-hmm. me off makes me so upset. Like when someone rips me off, you know? Yeah. I get where you're coming from, but I, I wish you didn't feel that way. Cause it's like, if you have good ideas, I feel like, like that guy ripping me off didn't like, it's like it didn't really affect me it like pissed me off yeah for like one day yeah but like it was one of those things where it was so obvious what he did yeah like it like it's easy like it's not that bad when you know with 100 percent certainty that you're in the right you're kind of yeah. like okay like it wasn't like a like you said it was pretty clear what he did <laughs> yeah Blatant. i didn't feel i didn't really feel bad about it because i knew any objective person who looked at it would be like oh yeah fuck that guy and, yeah uh, that's like I don't know. And and that guy that did that had like way more followers than me. So it was just kind of like sad. Like it was just sort of like, what is going on here? Like, yeah, it's I don't know. It's weird. And people like that, I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't know what they want. I don't know what they're, who they're yeah. like, doing. like, do you want to write a T like, like I want to write for TV. I want to write films. I want to write a play one day. You yeah. Know? And so when I see stuff like that, I'm like, you just, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, you're just trying to get so many followers that maybe you're, I, I mean, I guess maybe these, these people just want to like make money off, you know, like the internet personality thing. Yeah. But yeah. Do you know, do you know who, it's so bizarre. Do you know who Darman is? Darman. Maybe. <laughs> it's okay I, if I you know. don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, it's, um, I don't know if you ever watch Cody Co and Noel Miller. Um, like they're these two comedians on YouTube. They're really funny, but they have these videos where they I'm talk. Google. I know Cody Co. I just okay. Darman was like this guy mm. on Facebook. He just makes Facebook fodder. He just makes like viral Facebook videos about like, you know, if you treat someone poorly, you might not know that their dad is the king of England and they could have hooked you up someday. It's just like these really basic. So it's, it's, not, it's not comedy. No, it's like, no. It's cheap. It's like. Yeah. Motivational. Motivational, well, but okay. just like a machine. They just pump these out with really bad acting and just really basic <laughs> storylines. But they have like 100 million fans on Facebook. I'm not sure. even kidding. Yeah, um, sure. Moms love it. And it's like that's that's what it is. And the guy that took my office video, he, he was like, and like I'm not I'm not against any religion, whatever. But he was like one of those people who's like his bio said like Christian comedian, and like yeah. all the people that were defending him were like clearly just from their photos, like because it was like them with their kids. It was like moms and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. there is something about that kind of grifter that's like yeah. that kind of hides behind like uh, 
Yeah. Religion. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, yeah, a little bit of that <laughs> and a little bit of like, I'm just trying to make someone's, some mom's day that's stuck at home. I'm just trying to, and it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing sure. like, like, you can't get it, too mad at that. You're like, oh. I would like, be, sure. I would be upset, especially because like, yeah. uh, you're, you're doing like sketch type stuff with your face on it. Like I made faceless, like nostalgic stuff, like repurposing old commercials and stuff like that. And when that would get stolen, it's like, okay. Fine. Or when you make a meme and it gets lost, like, okay, belongs to the internet. I get that mentality. But when you're like attaching your face and your, your comedic style to something and it gets totally ripped off by someone else. Yeah. I remember Richie. That's was... why it's so brazen. Like the yeah. dude, like it, I, it wasn't like I tweeted, like you guys probably know all about like the controversy with like accounts, like fuck Jerry and stuff like oh that. Like yeah. they, they regularly take comedians, you know, tweets and stuff and crop them. And now they just started like, offering to credit people they've just started offering to pay people they dm me like a few months ago about something i don't remember what the joke was but they were like hey we'd love to feature this and i asked them like what their budget was and they never responded <laughs> like, wow said, but it's like i don't know where i was going with this i got kind of oh but okay so like those people steal tweets because it's just literally like you know like screenshotting cropping and posting but to be a dude who's like to post a video and then someone to actually recreate it themselves that's like that's why I was kind of like, dude, you're a, you're off the deep end, man. You like just literally yeah. took another. That's video next level. Like you, it's just weird, man. Yeah, I remember Richie. I, I remember after that happened, Richie was like, you know, if I was Matt, I would create a Matt Bouchelle watermark and put that shit all over my videos, <laughs> so that if anyone some ever people, did that, it'd be like. Some people do that. Some people do. Yeah. Put like their little handle on it. I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's like that video also did so well for me. Like as far as like getting out there and yeah. like people seeing it that I was like, it's not like it got like two views and that guy made it and got like millions. Then I right. would have been a lot more like, what the hell? But <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a much better sport than me. It feels yeah. different. Well, I'm going to have to hire you as my new manager, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it covered. I'll, I'll sniff them down. Me. You got the red idea. <laughs> oh, Watermark. Yeah. Got oh you. yeah, no. Richie will like Richie will like code it with some like encrypted thing where if someone reposts it, they'll get a virus. Like computer <laughs> shuts down. Yeah. yeah, he'll he'll definitely figure it out. They're well, toast. Um, spe speaking of people just lifting shit, I mm -hmm. have run across. I'm a big in the pandemic only. I have become a big fan of TikTok. I love TikTok. I shit all over it before the pandemic. You know, same. Um. Mm -hmm. But then I just should I, should I do one as a big fan? Should I do one? Yeah. Like, what's your take on TikTok? Okay. Oh, let's. <laughs> I have a whole. Don't listen to this episode because it's one of our earlier ones and it's not as good. But hey. I think it's episode two <laughs> where I just talk about how much I just like I discovered TikTok and how much I love it. That was a great episode. <laughs> because um, it, and there is some dumb shit, you know, for sure. There's yeah. like there's like thoughty teenagers trying to do dances. There's like not funny stuff. <laughs> But the algorithm on TikTok is so smart that if you yeah. start liking and commenting on stuff that you like, within an hour, that algorithm knows you. And it's like, this is literally... That's kind of appealing. That's nice. And you can just scroll forever. And um, <laughs> so I have a couple times on TikTok come across some of your audios. Um it's and I know that happened once. Has that happened more than once? I've seen but the I conference room audio... Really? A couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, that's, that's what I'm saying about that guy. At a certain point, you're like, this belongs to the internet now. Like they, yeah. they're just doing whatever they want. Did they it. properly, at least cause on the bottom they're, they're mouthing, you know, your words and your audio mm -hmm. legitimately, but do one they time, 
when I the, the yeah the audio track named scrolls on the bottom of the TikTok. So right. one time it said Matt Bouchel and like okay. the proper title of the That's video. Cool. And then the other time it was just that girl's audio because she recorded it on her phone and probably spliced. So it had her name attached yeah. to it. Yeah. If the audio isn't on TikTok and you got to upload it yourself. Yeah. And she probably just didn't. Yeah. But it was just like a, it was just like a hot girl with a laptop, like mouthing your audio. So it was so funny. So it was obvious (laughs) that it wasn't her because she's female and your voice is coming out of her mouth. But the other guy, I think, yeah. But so does that like, does that, does that flatter you or does that make you be like, what the hell, what are you doing with my stuff? Or like, uh, it's if the first time I saw that it was like kind of weird, but it was only weird for like a few minutes. Like it was, and then I saw how many people were doing it. And like, uh, I saw it with, I did a video about schools closing. And if you were like a principal, oh. the principal, <laughs> yeah, Richie loves yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. C's yeah. are now B's. Yeah. Like yeah. I, um, I did a little video about like how a principal would, uh, would would theoretically reopen during during covid and <laughs> it was like the people that were doing it on tiktok seemed like the nicest people like they were all like teachers yeah. that were like and i was like this is cute like it's fun everyone's having fun and again it's like I, it it becomes a different thing and i don't want to sound like a 90 year old person who's like they took my audio like, yeah. like it's just like it's these things like internet trends evolve so quickly and yeah. i think like if anyone at a certain point especially people that like it was weird when the influencer took the conference room thing. Yeah. The Christian comedian for mom. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like when it's like a bunch of people having fun doing this thing, it's like, in a lot of ways you wrote, it's like flattering. Cause you wrote something that people are like, Oh, I want to like do my take on it or whatever. Yeah. 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 And, that- and it's like, it's, a, it's like no harm, no foul. Like I'm not making my living off of the tweets anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's at a certain point, it's like, whatever. But- well, that's a good outlook a gr- because you're right about the people on TikTok. That's what's so appealing to me about them is yeah. they are so sweet. Like everyone on TikTok is so supportive of each other, which is so rare in social media. And I don't know if it's because it's mostly Gen Z and they're like really like mm. just empathetic, sensitive, kind kids. Some, but like a lot. Most of them are <laughs> so almost too al- almost too much to a point where someone will post a really lighthearted parody video and some Gen Z kid will comment like, wow, or just let people live their life. It's like this is very lighthearted, okay? Like this is very yeah, funny. Yeah. Like this isn't this isn't attacking anyone. This isn't bullying. But anyway, I digress. That's still being sure. overly sensitive is better than than the opposite. But um yeah, everyone on Gen Z is so sweet. Like there's this old guy on on TikTok from India who like mm-hmm. has um he had a lot of like uh swelling in his body and his doctor said, "Oh, you need to cut out salt. You need to cut out anything carbonated because that can lead to like excess bloating." So, it's this old guy from India on TikTok going, "Day 1, no fizzy drink. Day 2, no fizzy drink." And that's, that's all it, it is. And all these Lovely. kids and all these kids are like, "Hell yeah, king." Like, "Fuck yeah, today too. You got this, Rohit. You got this, Rohit. You're a king." Hell yeah, king. And Give it up for day 3. And they're like, "Rohit, king of no fizzy, CEO of no fizzy drinks, Rohit." Uh, and like, fun. there's fun. Yeah, and if that guy posted a video of that on Twitter, people would just be like roasting him like for, <laughs> for Yeah, Twitter does feel more vicious, I think, especially lately. I feel like it's uh it's very easy for people to like take a tweet and like take the worst possible energy from it that they maybe definitely didn't use. And they'll be like, Oh, so I guess you're saying that. (laughs) Oh, so you mean to tell me that we're just not caring about homeless people now or like something when that's not even what they were. A lot of bad faith quote tweets. I think the quote tweet is, uh, 
is toxic. It can be very, it can be used very dangerously. Yeah. Though. And that's where you come in, man. Like this whole quarantine, it's been so spicy on Twitter and it's nice to see tweets coming from you, videos coming from you and getting us through using humor. Um, yeah. It's been a real treat. Like we call that's, it that's core. Nice. I, that's nice of you to say. Cause I feel like sometimes I like give in a little too much to like the cruelty, you know, it's like, cause I mean, sometimes like I try to only make fun of things that are like worth making fun of, you know, like, yeah. like bad, like Republicans and like bad. Corporations. 100%. That, like any, <laughs> any like half paying attention person would be like, of course that's an evil thing. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I do make things about things I hate and I'm still like is that mean or is that, cause it's just like, you don't want to go down a hole of just everyone destroying you all of a sudden and then feeling the anxiety of like something going viral and having people say like this guy fucking is bad because he didn't say this about that. It's like, it sounds stupid, but these are the things I like think about sometimes when I'm like, I'm sensitive to that too. Like I don't ever want to push anyone's buttons in general, but yeah, when it comes to, you know, our creative outlet, like, that's what it, I'm it, here it, for. That's when I'm I'll like the, the riskiest. <laughs> that's when I'm like the spiciest. But yeah, Ashley's here to yeah. bring yeah, me back down like, to earth and get my head out of my ass. Yeah, Matt was very like, uh, I don't want to say anything about, I'm not, I don't have anything bad to say about any religion. So I was like, really, Matt? Because I can, but I'm not. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, we could do that every time. Um, you mentioned earlier, because like I, uh, I have a, even though I write about, um, jeans and pajamas for a living i do have a journalism degree um and i do like to write also and you were saying you wanted to write you know like a tv show or movie or play play and that's a little segue into something i want to pick your brain on because um richie richie although being a very open-minded person and that's the other thing richie went to some like fancy artsy film school he'll watch any movie i put in front of him He'll watch it no matter what. He'll be like, cool, let's watch it. And he's not that's like a great. That's a great quality to have. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not like a pretentious dick about it. Like a lot of like that's art school people. Yeah. yeah like thanks, man. I'll, I'll make him watch like something stupid. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Just Like Heaven with Mark Ruffalo and Reese Witherspoon. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a dumb movie. It's really bad. But it's so, oh, okay. but it's fun. Oh, come on, Richie. There, The whole movie is filmed in front of, in front of a green screen. The movie. When did it come out? I don't know. 2000 um uh 2004 i think yeah it's okay. it's a real a weird area for films for me i feel like i didn't watch a lot of movies when I was like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's weird coming from that production background that's why i like to it picks my brain i'm like this is a real time stamp of 2004 just but the plot of the movie is what we should get back to because it's mark ruffalo <laughs> falls in love with ghosts <laughs> Oh, wow. um, but not really a ghost because the ghost is actually not a dead girl. It's Reese Witherspoon who's in a coma and she's halfway between, between life and death, but she's still oh. somehow haunting her old apartment in San Francisco where Mark Ruffalo lives. <laughs> but it's funny. It's not, it sounds it, terrible actually, it, but it's, it, does it shoot in the area in San Francisco? Uh, sort of. And then like green screen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And green screen. About half. Half an SF. That's, that's fun though, right? Because you can see like, look, do you like doing that? I've been watching stuff like that. I watched uh, When Harry Met Sally last week. Oh, cool. And, and then I just watched You Got Mail last night. And oh. it's like, it is fun to see the locations that you yeah. have. I yeah. love I love doing that. Like yeah. I've stepped there. We watched that 98 Degrees video pretty often. 
<laughs> that one uh, because, of, because you. of you, which is was actually filmed in San Francisco. And we're like, wow, like, yeah, that's cool. That. But it's, it's like, oh, that area is a it's, dump. It's a little sad because it's like, what? What do they do? Take a fire hose and spray all the homeless people and human shit out so that 98 degrees could film for 10 minutes? Like, it really, it's yeah, a little like, yeah, you have to wonder. Great video, though. Well, I um, anyway, that wasn't the point. But Rich, but, Rich, <laughs> but you are no, no, that's not your fault. That's my fault. Uh, I, I when it comes to Mark Ruffalo, I could talk forever. But um, <laughs> so yeah. that's a separate podcast you do. On the side. <laughs> oh Episode fourteen. I wanted Ruffalo to, Hour with Ashley. <laughs> I thought about naming the dog Bark Ruffalo, but um, <laughs> I do <laughs> like, dig that. The yeah. Stefan uh, thing on SNL, but oh yeah, I uh, yeah. So anyway, when Biden officially won the election. Mm-hmm. We were riding high because it had been a rough, it had been a rough five days, right? We were like yeah, watching yeah. CNN nonstop, and Richie was. We were in particularly good spirits, so I thought I'm going to take advantage of Richie's good mood and have him watch Hamilton with me because although Richie oh. is an open-minded individual, he's not a fan of musical theater in general. Like he's seen a bunch of musicals with me. I've dragged him to a bunch, and he's always like, "That was good, that was good." But then Hamilton, yeah. I was, he was like, "I'm weary about Hamilton because it's like Richie kept asking me." Who is this for? Like, who wanted a musical about yeah. this, about the guy on the $10 bill? Who wanted yeah. this? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I have I have my takes on Hamilton, but I always am scared to say anything. I'm so scared to say anything bad about that. You're in movie. a safe space because uh, I still yeah. didn't love that yeah. movie. We, have- <laughs> or the, the, we watched it on Disney Plus. The, the, mm-hmm. They filmed it, you know, and. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's because I, and I was saying like, there are some criticisms, uh, criticisms of Hamilton that I think are totally fair. I, as a writer, and I'm sure you feel the same way, no matter how you feel about the musical itself or, or anything, just admiring it as its own separate body of work that one man created is a very impressive it's, feat. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. And I'm not just saying that to be like nice before I trash it, but it's like, <laughs> it, is un- it is unbelievable that one person made this like almost three hour long oh, opera. Three hours about, and 15 minutes, Matt. About oh. a subject that is pretty boring in my opinion and made it something that's entertaining and became like, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm assuming one of the most successful, if not the most successful yeah. play in recent time. I yeah. mean, it's, it's crazy. Like it, yeah. it is, it is impressive. Yeah. Um, and I overall enjoy it, but I don't think it deserves, um, everyone just like licked Min-Win-Wil Miranda's <laughs> butthole for so long over it. And like, yeah, that did, that did happen. I remember that time in New York, we all had to line up. And we all had to go to- <laughs> and it, was, uh, it was rough. It was because- rough. I got the four o'clock. Because it's <laughs> yeah, you got everyone to draw time. <laughs> because as likable as he is in a lot of ways, I was just like he still is yeah. that kid from your theater class that actually made it, and I just feel yeah. like he he knows how he, great he is. He's riding high on that. He's awesome, and he knows yeah. it. He knows it. Yeah, he seems like a fantastic person. Yeah, we were like, saying that too. Yeah, like I, uh, it's a bizarre thing, you know, like. <laughs> feels i'm trying to think how to like articulate this without sounding like an idiot but it feels like it to me it hit two things that that make things really popular especially in like the theater world and and i don't know the theater world that well but it does this thing where it's about something that is like quote unquote like smart it's about history it's about like historical figures so right off the bat like to not like it is like oh you don't like history like I, mm. I i'm just a history buff sorry it's that thing where you can like kind of be like a history nerd about it and that's part of the reason people like to cling on to it mm-hmm. and then i think the other thing is it is hip-hop 
that old white people think is hip hop. You know what I mean? And those are the <laughs> people that are going to the theater more than anyone else. It's, it's older white people that go to the theater because they can afford it more than, you know, younger broke people. Yeah. And uh, wow. I think when you listen to that musical, it's, it's 100% competent, great music, but it's not the hip hop you and I listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it doesn't sound oh, like yes. Kendrick Lamar or like Megan Thee Stallion or like, Queen. it sounds like, will smith uh, like in the 90s yeah, it kind of it, it kind of sounds like will smith's like wild wild west theme song you know or like it's like it's kind of like you're like okay yeah this is it rhymes and it's clever at points but it's kind of like hey uh my name's george washington i'm here to say we're gonna save the day it's kind of like hey what? hey hey like, yeah it's like and but that's like if you ever like listen to an older white person do an impression of rap that's what they do they yeah. do that. that's, yeah. that's where i was like who is this for like what old white people are yeah, eating this up like oh it's the best <laughs> and yeah. like did you see that episode of family guy where they make fun of will smith like wipe your feet before you come in that's oh like a, anyway. his, his pg raps like help your mom with the groceries <laughs> Woo! yeah Aha. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, um it's interesting well that's <laughs> like, yeah it's interesting how it becomes like how it became such a phenomenon because like i said it's not bad it's just it's you asked the right question is like who specifically is this for and i don't i'm not 100 sure but that was what made us that's what made me feel so inspired about hamilton is because a lot mm -hmm. of times we're told that our interests and the things that we are fascinated with are too niche and like no one's gonna watch that or no one's gonna get it or no one's gonna but hamilton yes. is this said fuck you to all of that hamilton is <laughs> yeah proof positive that if you know a fuck ton about something and you're passionate about it, enough people will come. And so we talked about yeah. what is something that you are enough of an expert in that you could write a musical on it. And I said I could write a musical mm. about Ina Garden, mm. the Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> Um, that one, yes. Which tell I'll do, me, I'll do the music and lyrics. Um, oh my god, <laughs> Matt! Tell me that would not pull in New York. Tell me that no, would not it would, pull. It would do well. It would do real. I mean, look, I'm not even. Gonna, I can't even believe earlier I said the reason I think it did well. Talking about so like I don't know what does well. I don't know anything about the musicals that succeed and fail. But that sounds good to me. Limited run, New I mean, York. I you also know? think we could do an Ocarina of Time musical, and people would do that. People <laughs> would. Well, so that's like it's already there. You got all the songs in the Ocarina. They like. yeah. yeah. I mean, I want like think about if we could write a song from Saria's point of view, like just like this, oh yeah, yeah. like star-crossed lover that it never. I mean, it's like we I, do like a wicked thing where we like see the other side of the story <laughs> and we start with like chic or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. We already have um, yeah TM this whole know? conversation. I'm trying, about your, I'm trying to give you like an actual genuine answer though uh, about what was it like? What do I feel like I'm, I know more about that I could actually do? Anything? Yeah, what yeah. would you write a musical about? I don't know. I, I'm working on something right now that I'm really excited about. It's, I'm still just like, I'm at the stage right now where I'm like, oh God, what am I doing? Like, you know, like, do you dive into this thing? It's or early. Like, talked up and take some meetings about it for, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how it works. But That's really cool. The creative process has begun. The only experience I've had lately and don't please, I mean, you can roll your eyes at me. I was going to say, don't roll your eyes, but you absolutely can. Before JK Rowling became completely transphobic, uh, we watched yeah. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in San Damn, Francisco. That was good. Oh. And it's like two. That's a two-parter one, right? You have yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we decided to do them both in the same day because you have the option of going Friday night and Saturday night, but we just did them both on Friday. I, I like that idea better, yeah, going at the same day. Yeah, just get it all over with, you know, and then yeah, you can, yeah. like, eat in between. But um, yeah. it was awesome. And I, I, uh -huh. I mean, Harry Potter fandom is, like, 
fucking bananas and I don't want to associate sure. myself with them anymore, especially <laughs> since JK Rowling revealed she's like a shitty person, which is like was yeah. really sad for me. But um yeah. uh yeah, they do this thing where they travel through time um in the play and the way that they Richie can probably describe it better than me, but the way that they okay. do it is like this reverberating sound, right? That goes it's uh, it's it's the fun sound that you're describing. It's really wavy, but also like there's a huge blue spotlight on the entire stage, and it's still for the entire time. But when it when it travels, uh, the whole the 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 light has an effect that wobbles, so it looks like the whole the, stage is wobbling. The like, whole you know, room is wobbling. Uh, it whole, looks like the whole room. Like when you were saying, wow. she kind of sounds like she's like the you know for your idea, like sounding like you're underwater or like mm-hmm, almost mm-hmm. like just like you're muffled or you know distorted in some way that level of distortion was enough to actually be disorienting but not wow, in like that's a really cool yeah but not in like a unpleasurable way if it was it was cool like it was very immersive when you yeah, know being so I far love, from the stage stuff like that like stuff that feels a little more like i don't know i don't need all the cast dancing in the aisles with you but like i do <laughs> like things where it feels like you're kind of part of it more than you're clearly looking at a stage yeah it yeah. was visual effects like the house yeah. it was so many <laughs> visual effects and the way that they um did the i don't know if you're a harry potter fan at all but the way that they did the dementors was really cool and oh, it was cool. actually yeah. scary which was like really awesome yeah i never got to see it when it was here um it was still here until the pandemic, I think. Um, but yeah, I never got to see it, but I heard good things. Yeah, it was it was like unbelievable. I don't know if you can hear that. That's our neighbor's hot water heater just screeching in the background. Um, I can hear it, but it's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's not that bad. It's like, I can barely hear it. So. Thank you. She uses her sink to do laundry. Like she has an in, it's a mess. We don't have in like unit laundry. Over there with like a wash <laughs> I wish yeah. she has like a, her own like little mini washer dryer, even though in our complex, like our apartments, we have a shared backyard with four washers and four dryers, literally 10 paces away. But she thinks she needs to have her own washing machine. I don't fucking know. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Get her on the pod. Ever come in here. Let's sort this out. <laughs> that is not even funny we're looking out for you um speaking of which uh, the uh, the one final little fun thing that i this is a kind of a little fun question that i have because um i think a lot of people are interested in trying this at some point maybe not during the pandemic but you were on uh law and orders for you right (laughs) that is absolutely true (laughs) and i and like i don't expect you to give me dirt on like iced tea or anything because I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I i want you to live but yeah I, sure sure what was that like like um it how- was uh yeah, fish out of water bizarre um <laughs> I, mean, I look i really would like to be an actor and i suppose i am because i've done it but like i yeah. don't feel like i still feel like it was like a weird thing that happened i uh i auditioned for this part uh to be officer donnie jones that's his name <laughs> and i i'll tell you can i tell you how, are we doing fine on time can i tell you absolutely oh yeah. yeah yeah absolutely the law and order experience has been nothing but but <laughs> funny experiences. <laughs> so first time i went to do the audition i walked into this room where they do everything they shoot everything in this place called like pier something it's in chelsea and i went to go audition and it was like four lines for the first episode i ever did and and i go into the audition room and it was like 15 like beautiful women in the room like all with their little sides reading their lines Mm -hmm. and i walk in there kind of like 
like well, this can't be right like i'm in the room for the women that are auditioning for something else yeah and they all looked at me also like they all looked like i'm telling you like gorgeous like full makeup like yeah. dresses and i looked like 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 i was like chilling with my hoodie yeah. i had like i walked in kind of like i don't know what this is about and i was like hello everyone and like, sat down and, yeah and like a good like 15 minutes passed and woman after woman kept going in so i just got up because i was like i have to be in the wrong room and i walked down the hallway all the way down to the other end looking for like men and there was no sign or anything that said like donnie jones they sent the character like nothing so i just went back and sat back down i was like hello i'm back, and sat yeah. back down. And to, <laughs> oh man like, yeah so i sat back down and then like thank god the door opened and they were like matt bouchot and i went in red and uh yeah it went fine got the part and that was kind of shocking and then the first episode I did was with uh, Mariska Hargitay. So cool. And, Icon. Um, I'm blanking on her name. The the blonde woman who's like the co-star with her. Uh, I forget I too. Yeah. Like We're... Kelly something maybe. I don't know. But she was super, they were both super sweet, but it was like, all of a sudden I was like doing this thing with them and I was like, oh, this is not right. Like, I'm like, this <laughs> oh no. Like, like I just felt like there's like, there's no way I should be doing this, but it was fine and it yeah. was okay. And then I remember thinking like, a month later like well that was a fun little thing you did you can always say you did svu but you know they're not calling you back you know yeah. <laughs> oh no hey man and then, literally yeah like a month later they like emailed me and they're like can you can you come in again i was like oh my god and, and then i did a, ended up doing a third episode after that and it's just been like hilarious that's uh, awesome yeah like it's it's like kind of, i always have like one little funny thing to say but in general it's kind of like business 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 and i just feel very weird yeah. playing a, a cop um yeah <laughs> it's it's been fine and it's it's been an incredible paycheck because you know you get residuals on that shit so like i've just been like i did Sick. three episodes of svu and it's like it's really helped me out when i needed it and uh, that's great yeah it's been nothing but a cool experience like i i want to do obviously more like comedic stuff down the line but um it's also been a great just like like I feel comfortable and if the next big thing that comes up for me as far as like acting goes is a, a comedy I won't feel like oh my god I'm on set this is crazy because I'm like I feel pretty comfortable now relax on set yeah on like a network show and uh yeah it's funny I like I, I don't know I'm, I'm learning you know I learned a lot doing that. yeah <laughs> the way you re-edited cool. and repackaged your 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 lines and your roles like in the car like oh oh uh that was that was perfect for like it, it worked in a comedic fashion. So I think you know, that, uh, it's 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 there. I mean, how often are you uh, applying for other uh, acting gigs like locally? Not, not a lot. I've read for a couple. I just started working with an agent and manager at the beginning of this year, and I've read for a couple small things. Um, but as you know, like a lot of productions have been kind of stalled, and um, I've auditioned for some stuff that was like close, but you know, it's like just yeah. one of many things that I'm trying to like dip my fingers into and see what happens. Sure. Cool. Wish you, you know, wish you the best of luck and all of that. That's yeah. Like, that oh, that one experience sounded fun. I just hope they can keep piling up, you know? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. When I, the first time I got makeup for the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I'm very comfortable getting makeup done and stuff. So I was fine with that. And she came in and she looked at me and she was like, <laughs> She, she was like the nicest woman. She was like, she's like, wow, your eyes are really like they're far back in your head. And I was like, sick. Don't know, don't know if that's good. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, first thing she's normally people call that deep set, but yeah, far yeah, back in your she, skull. She was like, um, I'm trying to remember how she phrased it. She was like, 
she was like looking at me and she was like playing with my like eyebrows and she was like she's like your eyebrows she's like can we you don't mind if i like trim them right and i was like oh no i don't i don't care why would i care i was like no it's fine and she yeah. was like well some actors like are growing them out for like a crazy part so i didn't know if that's what you were doing uh, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, no no, no. Dude, which is what they look like i'm walking around with crazy fucking eyebrows yeah, you're, like, yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah actually i'm gonna be the live action bert in the sesame street movie thank yeah. you <laughs> uh. you know it's bad though and the person's literally like oh i thought you were I thought your regular look was for like a weird role. <laughs> like, I, thought oh I thought you were prepping for like mad scientists or something. Like, no. It's nice no. you got a small taste of what it's like to be a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was an education. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's no. hilarious. Well, so you don't have any, yeah. I, I mean, like what about, I mean, I know I said, I'm not going to ask you for any iced tea drama, but like, have you seen them? Did you I see have them? seen them. Yeah. The, wow. I think it was the, the third one or it was either the second or third one he was in my like makeup trailer like getting makeup done beside me yeah whoa and, cool. uh, oh and here's a funny story <laughs> real <laughs> yes. quick uh we were sitting there and he was like on his phone like just doing shit and like i wasn't even gonna say anything it was whatever like we're just sitting there doing it you're in and out in 15 minutes and i heard uh do 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 the like <laughs> noise that makes in zelda when you, you know, like solve a puzzle or like a, yeah. Oh, yeah. like a treasure chest appears yep and i thought for a half a second it was ice-t's phone and i was like oh my god he loves zelda but oh then he laughed in the and it was one of the makeup people's phones but uh, for a half a second i was like i'm gonna look over and be like hey ocarina of time <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> would have been terrible that would have yeah. been so cool. yeah he would have been like like yeah <laughs> yeah he was all he was just literally like you can't really see but he was just literally like you know, yeah. what am no. I going to do? Be like, Hey man, how's it going? <laughs> like, I've never, I've never been in a scene with him. If I was in a scene with him, I would have like obviously said hi or something, but um, I'm oh, usually man. just the guy who's like walking with like a notepad. It's like the cop was here and this guy went over there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out of the scene. Donnie Jones. I would yeah, love Donnie to be Jones. on SVU as someone who's just too busy though. Like the John Mulaney joke, like the person who's too busy to talk to the murder police, like yes, just you're, yeah. uh, you're loading and unloading yeah. boxes. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, so it was a Thursday. Blonde lady, she was smiling and just like keeping me like, look, I got all these boxes. That was a pretty good Mulaney. He was smiling. Yeah. I do. I do love uh, John Mulaney. He and his wife are our our dink, my dink icons, one of my dink double income, no kids icons. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought that's what you meant, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah, like Mr. Dink on Doug, double income, no kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, thank you so much for talking to us. We're hitting the hour mark. I want to be sensitive to your time, but there, oh, fine. there yeah. is a something that you've been doing that you've done over quarantine. Feels like forever ago that I want to pick your brain on. I'm a big Sex in the City fan. Here we go. I know you. So you've watched it, right? I watched. <laughs> we're stuck in the fourth season. Right okay. Now. Stuck. <laughs> stuck. Okay. So you haven't. So you've. I mean, in terms of Carrie's boyfriends, obviously you know big. Um, big. Bur- burger burger is that too late <laughs> there's a guy with the last name burger oh boyfriend for a while i was like there's a big burger i on remember big now it's been a long time this is like pre not pre-quarantine this is like early quarantine project was working through the show and i never yeah. seen it until this year yeah. so um there was big my favorite boyfriend was steve of miranda oh yeah because he has such a crazy, he's like, Miranda, no. <laughs> Is that like the squirrely guy with the glasses? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like great. Yeah, he's like the New York dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
and he I'm doesn't think of her other boyfriends she dates a lot of people yeah um, yeah she does who's the dude that does like the woodwork that's the guy that i love oh about. yeah yeah i forget his name but he yeah. has a dog he's like yes. very sweet but kind of weird yeah yeah um, i like that guy too i forget his like name. it's like starts with an a it's like oh yeah aiden, <laughs> aiden maybe aiden, oh something. aiden Isn't that sound aiden? right the guy from big fat greek wedding aiden maybe aiden. he's got like yeah Aiden is know. early on. You know, I'm mixed up because I haven't watched the show all the way through in years and years. But, yeah. um, yeah, maybe Aiden is early on. Oh, my God. The whole Aiden saga. You think he's going to go away and then <laughs> well, he never does. that's why we kind of, like, got we got annoyed with him. And we got annoyed with the guy from uh, Twin Peaks who, yeah. who dates Charlotte. Yeah. Because oh. he marries Charlotte. Yeah. And he's, like, the, his whole thing is, like, he can't have sex with right. her or whatever. His dick doesn't and, work. Like, yeah. Yes. And, like, which, you know, God bless. Things happen. But yeah. Like, right. They, they, like, harp on that storyline for, like, a long time. And and he's not that interesting. And the, his character's kind of boring. Yeah. And she's kind of boring. And I'm like, get, like, it's yeah. just, like, that's why we got stuck. We're kind of like, when's this shit going to move on? They end up, well, I'll, I'll give you some motivation. They end up getting spicier with him by slowly morphing him into, like, a verbally abusive person. And oh, then, sick. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you yeah. know, yeah, hit, the fact that his dick doesn't work, they they talk about that incessantly. And the yeah. thing about that that bugs me is that, like, just as a woman with a normal sex, like, sexual appetite, mm -hmm. it wouldn't, like, fucking... I wouldn't talk about it to my friends ad nauseum if that was going on. Yeah. And it just seems so weird. Well, everyone else, at that point in the show, everyone else feels very, like mature about their sex lives and the yeah. way they talk about who they're sleeping with and what they're doing and charlotte felt like she was still like like a teenager like yeah. being very, like, a crude teenager just being like i can't do this i yeah. can't suggest we and it's like i was like come on grow we up on. we gotta move on yeah <laughs> plus <laughs> his know. her mother-in-law is such a bitch to her yeah and... they're like super wealthy they like go to that weird like estate yeah uh, it's, like, connecticut or something yeah it really but i thought season three i thought was so good yeah. i remember loving season three i think yeah. that's the one where they go to la towards the end yeah it's like the whole season is like perfect and then season four was good it's just i think we started watching other things and it was like we're juggling like three shows right now and it's like you gotta yeah pick and shoot it's so interesting movie's to, good it's so interesting to watch back <laughs> yeah the first movie is good the second movie is the most racist thing that's ever been made by humans in the last 40 years um yeah I'm i've heard not... it's bad I, I haven't seen it i've heard the first one is good but for... yeah the second one i've heard is pretty rough the second one the only good thing about this well i mean i don't want to ruin it for you but a, a boyfriend past does come back into carrie's life in the second one that makes like an mm. interesting little spicy like love triangle where she essentially cheats on big but um, oh my god that's yeah, fine but anyway the yeah the first movie is good but the the um the thing about looking back on the show now is like women who are hardworking are always the shrew hags it's like the career woman is always the hag in all these 90s shows like the woman who cares yes, too much about yeah. her work and it's like objectively like i grew up watching the show and i was definitely too young to be watching it i'm 32 <laughs> but i was watching it when i was like 13 12 13 14 my god and, yeah, yeah yeah and it totally it's like yeah, it fucked me up in terms like I'm a diehard <laughs> I'm a diehard feminist now, but I the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. amount I regressed watching Sex in the City when I was like forming my brain, like women yeah. who work bad, women should always want to sex man yeah, and be loose, else. be skinny. Um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, then the, the, the yeah, there's, there's an episode where Carrie gains weight. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff like that. Like I remember when I started watching it and telling people I was doing that. Um 
a lot of people reach out to me like, oh my God, dude, it, it does not hold up. And I, there are things like that that are really bad. Yeah. But I was like, honestly, I was way more surprised how much stuff did hold up as yeah. far as just like the way people talk about relationships and the mm-hmm. way people talk about dating. Yeah. Um, I mean, the stuff that doesn't hold up, you are kind of like, ooh, like it's a little like, awkward yeah. having to like muscle through these awkward yeah. episodes. But there's got to be I a lot of it. smart writing on that show. Like, oh, yeah, it, for it, sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, remember that episode where Miranda gets a Palm Pilot and she's like so possessive about it? Oh my God, what? <laughs> and a like, Palm and what? And she like kidding. will not share her Palm Pilot and she's like so like, no, but didn't those cost like $1,000 in 1996? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is fun to watch like the weird technology shifts too as they like, as the seasons move on, like when people start carrying around mobile phones and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. The it's first like, movie they have an iPhone and they're like, oh my God. What is that? Yeah, yeah. That's Carrie hilarious. goes. I don't know how to use this. Yeah, where's the buttons? <laughs> oh my That's god! Really and the Miranda, well, justice for Miranda, the drip. Like Miranda's clothes <laughs> are so good. Well, that was like the first thing I think I shared about it was we were watching it, and there's one scene where Carrie's walking down. They're walking on the sidewalk, and it's like shot from above, and you're seeing Carrie and Miranda, and Carrie's wearing like like capri tight capri pants and like heels. And like a, <laughs> like a really tight fitting blouse, and like it's not a great outfit, but it's like clearly like really well put together. Yeah. And Miranda is wearing like this baggy ass sweater. Yeah. And like weird pants. I remember just taking a photo of being like, that is absurd how they why they dressed her like that. Yeah, like, man. Just, like, like they were doing the working hag thing. They were trying yeah. to be like, look, she's a business lady and she's a sexy lady. They yeah, exactly. She has some really good power suits, some like Vera Wang, mm-hmm. like really good. Like when she's in her her lawyer mode, they dress her well. But yeah, oh my God, anytime they're getting brunch or coffee or they're going somewhere, she looks like, and I believe you said she's she looks like she's going to line up at the Supreme store. And that's yeah. exactly how she looks. Yeah, she has like, there's one episode, I, I think I posted, she has like a huge puffy coat and like yeah. a flat brim hat. Like, she's like a Gen Z, like TikTok star. And that's, Do you that's, have a thrasher, thrasher, thrasher shirt underneath that? Yeah, and the, the, exactly like, yeah. Yeah, the variants too. It's like Carrie is dressed for a 90, 90 degree day in Miami. And Charlotte (laughs) is dressed for the, like, fucking Appalachian Mountains in high winter. It doesn't make any sense most of the time. Yeah, the outfits are amazing. And also, like, we haven't talked about Samantha, but she's, like, a... She was the most ahead of her time in that show, I think. Totally. She was very open. She was very, like... Yeah, she has a threesome with a lady a few times. She has a relationship with a woman, I (laughs) think, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh... She's an interesting character. Yeah, Um, and, and every girl wants to be Samantha, but we're all just, like, Charlotte, you know? um <laughs> yeah i think i was i think i'm like i've thought about it and i want i think i want to say i'm miranda but mm-hmm. i think i'm i think i'm more like miranda charlotte <laughs> hybrid yeah maybe, maybe hard to say and the, like the fifth one that's something that the creator of the show was saying like oh um, every character except for Carrie is hyperbolic, you know, in some way. And Carrie is like mm-hmm. the combination of all the other three put together is Carrie. Oh. And ah, so like no one is a full blown Samantha. No one like in yeah, real yeah, life, yeah. these are all like deliberate exaggerations of yeah. person of character traits in, in women. But Carrie is just kind of like the mishmash of all of them. And that's, what's <laughs> interesting about it is no one wants to be Carrie, even though she's like the most relatable one. Someone yeah. would rather be like Charlotte than Carrie, even though Carrie is like a, just a flawed human. 
Um, yeah, I wonder if it's because we see her like failures more than the other. You know what I mean? It's like we're always seeing her like internal monologue and her like weird desperation yeah. for like weird dudes. We but... get into her head more than anyone else oh, yeah. on purpose. And now you can enjoy all the Carrie memes, like the one that's like, as, as the world prepared for World War Three, I began yeah. to wonder, should I be thinking I... about World War Me? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, that's exact. That's great. That's exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It is one of those things where, like, all of a sudden, like, references and things started, like, making sense to me. Like, because I've obviously seen, like, the screenshot of her, like, you know, like, typing, holding her cigarette. And, like, yeah. I just, like, oh, cool. She must do this on the show. Great. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> now, like, now I just feel like a whole new world of, like, memes and things has opened up to me. And I yeah. I had that feeling, yeah. Watching a few movies, like, I just skipped over. Um, Wizard of Oz. That was <laughs> the biggest by far. I was like, wow, I just inherited, like, 9,000 pop culture oh, references. Have watched Wizard of Oz till recently? Till we, we met, like, maybe a year or two into our relationship. Yeah, he didn't watch it till like, 2007. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I will. I, like, have such a huge gap with movies. Movies I'm bad with. There's just, like, for some reason, there's so many famous movies. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know about it. Probably should watch it. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, Same here. bogged down with every TV show. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I have... Uh, I have I persuaded Richie to watch Ratchet with me. We finally finished it because Richie has a uh -huh. whole opinion on Ryan Murphy. Like in like not like well you you can Richie just thinks he's overrated. But um. <laughs> yeah, he gets a lot of jobs though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's like killing anything it. Anything he pitches, it's greenlit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and Ratchet was good. It was a uh, Ratchet it was, was good. Cool. It was I've good. Heard good things. We're watching uh, Queen's Gambit right now. We're oh, almost done. Okay. Cool. And I'm like, I think it's like fine. It's it's oh. it's so crazy. Have you watched it yet? Or? No. no. I want to watch it's, The Crown, too. I haven't watched that. See, that seems too exhausting for me. It seems like so much, <laughs> it seems like so much work and so many people that I kind of care about but don't, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, That's where I'm at, too. I'm, I'm like, a, take I'm, it or leave it. I'm a young girl yeah. in the 90s. I'm a Princess Diana. Stay. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the new season, right? That's the big, yeah. Yeah. My friend was like, fuck it. You should just watch. start watching it at season four. Like, you don't really I need the rest. probably figure it out, right? <laughs> and I'm like, like, no, but I have to start from the beginning. And she was literally like, Ashley, you can do whatever you want. It's just, like you it's not homework like you can just start wherever you want i'm like i guess that's true but it I feels feel like yeah. it sometimes well especially if it's based off of real things you can just have one hand on wikipedia one hand on the remote like you can kind of figure it out when you need to pause it and be like who's that and like, <laughs> that's, that's true okay my last question for you matt thank sure. you for being such a great guest this has um, been swell. I've had such I've a, great had a great time. time talking with you guys. It's fun. It's cool. Yeah, it's nice good. to talk to people in these times. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, my last question before we stop recording is um, mm -hmm. you've already done SVU and you're a fucking champ, but if you got to choose <laughs> one, you are, but if you got to choose one show, if you got to pick the show that you could be like, do just one guest spot on for one episode, what show would you pick? Hmm. If I had, if I could do one guest spot on a show, especially a show that's happening right now, mm -hmm. I would want to be, Ooh, well, can I give you two answers? Yeah. yeah. One serious and one comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to be in what we do in the shadows. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but I would like to be a vampire in what cool. we do. In the shadows. Oh, sick. Cool. <laughs> um, it's a very, very funny show. And it's like, I feel like they do have a lot of like guest actors come in and play really silly parts. I would love to come in and have like two lines and, and then like kill someone or something. Sweet. <laughs> Turn into a bat and fly away. Yeah, yeah. fly away as a bat. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's just such a fun show. You should definitely check it out if you're into like, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of the Flight of the Concords guys oh, cool. are, are behind it. And uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Jojo Rabbit. What's his name? I'm blanking. 
Um, oh, which one? We yeah. like Jojo Rabbit, but uh, the director, the the guy. Oh, oh, uh, I like, uh, uh, I can't think of his name, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let me look it up. Hold on, Taika Waititi. That's his name. Uh, um, okay, he created the show. Um, mm. It's super fucking funny. Um, so yeah, I'd like to be a vampire. Long answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and serious answer, I would love to be in Succession. Um, oh, as cool. like a weird assistant or something like yeah. you know, yelled at by one of them that's so cool and, and then was, like i that show to me is like one of the best things on right now and i, I think it's great manifest it matt you can do it yep yeah we'll see put it put it uh, put us put a little secession thing on your mirror in your bathroom and just look at it every day watch make, make watch, that shit happen watch the universe yeah. do it yeah. <laughs> I, I should work on my manifestation you never know <laughs> it doesn't hurt that's what i've learned the yeah. long way i manifested richie's, richie's job for him <laughs> she did really? it yeah. was crazy like uh yeah, we called I'm, it december destiny and that's when i got the job yeah in december of that december? year uh this was three years ago now but he he, Damn, he, he yeah he didn't um he was working at a job that he absolutely, he loved the people, but he hated the work. He was making basically like video tutorials on how to use software for like, a, yeah, it was just like very tough, boring yeah. and it was very soul crushing for him. And he was just like, I remember one day he was just like feeling very just defeated and down. And it was like, I remember it was like uh, July or August. And I was like, in December, you're going to get a job offer for like your dream job in December. It's the December destiny. Oh. And he was like, sure. Okay. But I told myself <laughs> every day that this would happen. And in December he got hired to be a video oh, producer awesome. for video games. Okay. Yeah. They, they were like, <laughs> Hey, we need a guy to make memes for our Facebook page professionally. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, you're That's welcome. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's been going strong for years. Like it's all good there. Yeah. It, it shifted sure. away from Facebook. Like, uh, now mm. more on the YouTube side of things, making, video game stuff but uh i'm still there i'm still thriving it's great there and still like, getting paid to play call of duty yeah actually and yell at kids yep professional are you are, are you guys both able to work from home right now for yeah. The most part? yeah yeah it's been that's been great too Fantastic. yeah we've been yeah. we take it like i've been taking it pretty seriously because i mean i could go into my mental health if you want but uh i, I have really bad health <laughs> things, i have really bad <laughs> health anxiety like in general and i've just been mm -hmm. like a worrier my whole life so um i also have been meeting friends outside to walk our dogs and and things like that but with masks on but i've been like ordering groceries i don't you know like i really mm -hmm. just kind of leave to walk the river i don't really go anywhere um and neither has richie so it's been kind of an intense like <laughs> nine months but i get it um, yeah. yeah but like i don't know i feel like this has been it's been okay to work from home we both still feel really fortunate just to have income because yeah like, so i mean that's nice especially in like media and like that's why i was asking you about the video game stuff because i feel like i know a lot of friends that have lost jobs or been like furloughed and like video production and stuff and shit yeah uh, it's not it's, trying to be like, not trying to manifest bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm glad it's going well for you, but that's why I was like, ooh, video production. Like, I just know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Things are tough, like, in general. And I don't know. So I'm happy you guys are doing well, though, because it's a scary time. So. Yeah, it we're is. happy you're doing well, too. And I know that oh, I'm going to look back on this podcast years from now and be like, aha, I had a famous person on my podcast. Oh, that's, that's, that's very sweet. I hope that is a manifestation as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add you to my manifestation list. Um, <laughs> you're such a sweet, genuine person, and you're very funny. We've oh. really enjoyed talking to you. So um, thank you so much. Richie's going to stop recording, and then we'll do our formal hang-up afterwards. But Sure, um, but before, before we officially end it, uh, I just wanted to give Matt a, a chance, a little soapbox here. If you got anything you want to plug or even your social media channels, anything at all, 
We'll add them all to the description of our video and everything too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, um, yeah, thanks. I always forget about this kind of stuff. I almost uh, did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, well, look for my stuff on Twitter and Instagram. That's largely where I post everything. I don't really use any other accounts. And that is at Matt Bouchel, M-A-T-T-B-O-O-S-H-E-L-L. Um, Great. And that's it. I do have one thing. It's not really much to like say, but I do have a thing coming out in like a month that I can't talk about. That's a big, uh, if you like my music and my musical comedy, I do have something hopefully coming out before the end of the year that I will obviously be posting on there too. And if you're looking for something that's a little longer and more exciting, that is something to look forward to, even though it's incredibly vague how I said it. <laughs> that's great. You heard it here first. Yeah. Secret project. Yeah, yeah. Secret project. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. That's that's really all I got to plug right now. There's not a lot of shows going on. There's not a lot of Sure, things. sure. I just meant like, you know, whatever, find me here, find me there on the internet. Yeah, but, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's all I got. <laughs> great. Thank you all for tuning in. Matt, thank you so much for being here as our very first guest. Episode 13 is in the books. Let's call it there. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Take, Take care. care. Bye, Matt. That was loud. All right. Okay. Richie, stop. Can, All right, you, fine. Send the, can you send me the song after this? I, I've only heard bits and pieces, and now I want to hear the whole thing.